Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney, and congratulations, you made it halfway through the week. Um, let's go ahead and start the show like we do each morning by talking about what's new, and we'll start with new grippers from SMC, and these are grippers especially designed for cobots. And so we link to this document with all kinds of variations of these new grippers over at automate.news, where you'll find all links to all the articles we covered today. From there, we'll go to uh, A3. Now, they had an article about uh, new grippers uh, based on geckos that uh, are coming, that are actually not out yet. So I was looking at this and a video about this over on the vendor's website, Flex IV or Flexiv. And I did find that uh, a couple weeks ago, they released a new force-controlled parallel robot. So uh, I've reached out to them to see if they want to talk about either product on our uh, podcast. Love to have them on and talk about these products because they both seem to be uh, trending topics. So with that, we'll go over to our first article of the day. And this is an article from Schneider Electric. And this one is kind of like, hey, what is industrial automation? And while most of us, we don't need to read this, this would be good to give to somebody who's considering going to college for maybe mechatronics or electrical engineering or, or uh, automation engineering. And uh, it really does a good job of explaining what industrial automation is to the novice. So um, something you may probably won't read yourself, but may share with somebody else. From there, we go over to a new article from Antira. And this talks about how to come up with your POE budget. So if you're going to be using any power over Ethernet devices, I know one of the most popular PoE devices are cameras, right? Um, so you can put them up on the pole, just run that Ethernet cable to them, and they get power and communications, right? But in any case, whatever you're using over Ethernet that requires power, this article I thought was pretty good in helping you think through how you calculate your budget, depending on what type of system you have. From there, we have a new uh, short article from Bill Weedman. And this article really features on their gateways. So if you're using Aussie safety and you need to take that over to Ethercat safety, then uh, you really want to check out their gateways because they have uh, products that do just that. From there, we go over to an article from Electromate. And this article talks about, really, it defines what Moda Dynamics is. So um, they do a good job in here defining these concepts. And it may be good for somebody who's just getting into using motors. Maybe it's a it's a, a, um, a student of yours or somebody you're working with, maybe an apprentice, and they want to get into motor control. This would be a good first article to read. From there, we have an article from uh, John Rinaldi over at RTA. I actually got to talk to John last week. It's always a pleasure talking to him. And uh, he's uh, hopefully we'll have him on the podcast next week. We'll actually record the podcast with him next week, I hope. But in any case, if you want to take a, uh, a trip down memory lane and talk about Data Highway and Data Highway Plus, um, you can uh, check out this new article over at RTA. From there, we have a new article from Cognex. And this article really focuses on how you can use machine vision when you have perishable products like medicines and food. You know, how you can use uh, machine vision in those applications. Like some of the things you need to do in those industries is verify you have the right label on the product, verify you have the right barcode or QR code on it, verify you have a date stamp on it because you need to know when it's good till. So they really cover that all here in this uh, article and in the attached download, the PDF as well. 
from there we go over to an article from IEEE. And this one is about a speech the AMD CEO gave. And it talks about the challenges in creating new CPUs. And one of the biggest challenges is power consumption. You can see here in the subtitle, um, you know, 500 megawatts is probably too much for a supercomputer, right? So if you take what we have today and you multiply it by 20 times, the power consumption of supercomputers would be off the charts. So what they need to do in, uh, as they're creating new microcircuits, microprocessors, uh, is they need to find a way to reduce the power consumption. And there's a lot of different ways, uh, you know, these companies are doing it. One of the most interesting uh, points she brings up is the fact that when you're using, um, you know, 64-bit, right, computations, right, when you don't need them, you're using pretty much 30 times as much energy as you need. So if you have computations that only require 8-bit processing, right, you can save 30 times the energy. And so that's really an important point. And if we look at what Intel has done recently, they're on their multi-core uh, CPUs, they're actually including some, some lower-end cores on those CPUs for, you know, more mundane tasks or less intensive tasks like word processing or web browsing. And they only kick in the high power CPUs or cores when they need to do something like 3D rendering or gaming or video uh, rendering or whatnot. So uh, this seems to be a really big topic on the minds of uh, people who make these microprocessors. And I thought it was very interesting. So I wanted to share it with you today. From there, we'll go over to an application story from Fanuc. This is about one of their robot arms, and I really enjoyed this, uh, this story and the video that comes with it. And basically, um, there's this company that 3D prints products for customers. And what they found is they could queue up a lot of products at night before they all went home, but sometime during the night, the prints would finish, and there was nobody there, but it was sleeping. There was nobody there to change out the trays so the printers could start on another product. So by having the robot replace the trays in the middle of the night so the printers could go on to the next product in the queue, they were able to increase their production by 40%. So I just thought the whole thing in the, the video too, I thought it was excellent and a really good application story. From there, we'll go over to our product spotlight today. Today I'm spotlighting my PanelView Plus course. This course is designed for those technicians and electricians who need to service or maintain or edit Panel View Plus applications, or maybe you've used other uh, HMIs, but you want to get up to speed on the Panel Panel View Plus really fast, right? You don't want to spend uh, you know days you know trial and error, right? So I tried to put all my knowledge into this to get you up to speed quickly. And if you pick up the Plus edition of this course, the Panel View Plus Level One Plus edition, you will get my next edition, my Ultimate Panel View Plus course that I'm going to start filming in the fall completely free. And of course, all my courses come with lifetime access. So if you need to come back after a couple of years and get a refresher, they're up here. They've been up there for eight years now and we're still going strong. So if you need to come back for a refresher, they will be there. And, uh, um, and of course, I support them too. So if you have new questions over time, you can come up here and post them on any lesson and I'll, I check them every morning to answer the questions. We actually had a good one on VUSC yesterday morning about um, you know using parameters with uh, client server applications. And so in any case, uh, up there every workday morning answering questions. So please feel free to submit them. And from there, I want to go over to the digital newsstand. So I found two new uh, digital newsletters uh, today. One was from Antera, and they're using their February newsletter to focus on their brand new NAT router. So we've talked about that in previous episodes of The Morning Show. 
And uh, the next one is one from Maple Systems. They're focusing this February on their brand new high performance HMI, their CMT3108XH. So if you want to learn about that, you can check out that link. And uh, as far as downloads, I saw two new downloads over at uh, Ovesi. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Ovesi MDT. MDT is definitely easier to say. And uh, they actually have updates to their Octoplant product and to their Version Dog product. So check those out if you have those products. From there, I want to go over to our pub crawl, and I found a brand new publication from Leviton, and this one's really good, right? So this is what they call their 2023 Captain Code program. Now, you can get this as an app for iOS or Android, but you can also get this as a PDF. And what this does is it goes through all the changes to the National Electric Code for 2023. So if you're an electrician, technician, or engineer, and you're going to go back and get your, uh, your code update this year, um, this is definitely a handy app and handy PDF to have because it documents all, I think there's 80 changes, and it documents them all and explains them all. So thank you, Leviton. This is a great service to the industry. And from there, I also found a great new manual over on Siemens' website. This is a PLC to PLC communication manual, and they go through not just the 1200 and 1500, they go through the 300 and 400 as well, as well as some other models. And it's really in depth. They, they cover a lot of ground in this. They explain a lot of the basics and you know the information you need to understand about um, uh, system to system communications. You can see this uh, tooth table here. And uh, I just think it was very well done. So if you're doing any S7 to S7 communications, you may want to check out this new PDF or updated PDF. From there, I want to go to our uh, audio video file of the day. Today, I'm featuring a new video that came out last night. It's my how to download TIA Portal V18 for free tech tip. We did feature that in a previous morning show, and now it's its own separate video. Now, I will be doing a new tech tip on how to use it for the first time with PLC SIM. I just this morning got the email saying my downloads were ready. It took about 48 hours for them to process my request. So um, I didn't have a chance to get it downloaded and set up but uh, that will be coming shortly. And from there, I do want to talk about uh, upcoming events. And um, here we have, I just love the title of this article. Um, Your plant tour sucks. How manufacturing technology impacts hiring and retention. And uh, so if you are an owner or you are a manager, plant manager, this is true because a lot less people today are looking for just, hey, come in an eight to five and just do a manual labor and then going home. A lot more people today want to be part of a team. They want to make a difference. And so uh, you may enjoy this event. You may enjoy this, uh, this uh, webinar if, uh, if you're in that kind of position. From there, we go over to a new event that I found at the EtherCat website. And um, this is actually being put on by the folks over at Beckoff. Now, I don't know the price on this, but this is a two, four-hour session course on EtherCat Basics, okay? So EtherCat Basics Training Online. Uh, over a course of two days, I believe each uh, session is four hours in length. And, and um, I don't know what the price is, so you'll have to try to sign up to find out what that is if you need, or somebody who works for you needs, basic EtherCAT training. From there, we go over to a new online workshop coming out from Opto22. And this looks to be pretty good. They have, uh, they're have they working with HiveMQ. Now, HiveMQ is one of the big service providers in the MQTT space, right? We talked about this when I talked about the... Uh, RTA MQTT device that's uh, on the wall behind me over here. So you can see the previous episode on that. 
But in any case, what they're going to do is they're actually going to show you an implementation of using MQTT Spock plug. So it might be interesting if you're going to be doing anything with Opto 22 or you're going to be doing anything with MQTT. So from there, we go over to what's coming today. And uh, later today, we have a new edition of the Automation Podcast coming out. I actually sat down yesterday with a longtime friend who I've known for almost 20 years, who's uh, working as a Rock Automation Distributor Specialist, covering uh, really PLCs, HMI, software, MES. And he comes on to tell us about the four products he's most excited about. Some of them are product refreshes. Some of them are brand new products that are going to be coming out any day now. And uh, so we have a, a great chat and uh, he shares his four favorite Alan Bradley PLC and HMI products for spring of 2023. And from there, let's go into a tech tip. So as I was browsing the forums this morning or last night, I saw a, a question come in from a user and he said, you know, hey, can I import and export tags using View Studio? So let me switch over to my VM here and let's talk about that. So what I have here is I have FactorTalk View Studio open. I'm in a machine edition application. This is the instant fizz application where they're borrowing my uh, bottling uh, animations. And um, you can see here that they have some HMI tags, right? And so what you can do is you can go up here to tag import export and you can actually export, I gotta put my glasses on. You can actually export your factory talk tag database to a CSV file, right? So you just step through this. I'm gonna choose machine edition because that's what I'm working on. And I'm gonna use instant fizz. I'll choose the uh, MED file, right? And then I can say, where do I wanna save it? I definitely wanna save it to my desktop here and I'll just call it export to, okay? And so I already, I did this earlier, I called it export. So I'll pull that up here and you can see what it looks like. Now this is in Notepad, right? And in Notepad, it's pretty obvious that, you know, if I wanna make another digital tag, I'm gonna have to copy this whole line and then edit what's in between the quotes. And if I'm gonna do a new analog tag, I'm gonna copy this line and again, edit what's there. But if you're trying to do this in Excel, which is preferred if you're gonna do lots of editing, right? Let me switch over to Excel here then it's not so obvious that the digital tag and the analog tag has more values out here. You know, you may come over here and think, oh yeah, column P is it. You may not know about these other columns out here, right? And so what he was doing, I believe, is he was editing and adding new tags in, but forgetting that he needed values all the way out here. Either that, or when you save the Excel file, sometimes it'll try to get you not to save it as a CSV, even though it may have a CSV extension, they may try to save it as an XLS format, and then you can't re-import it. So keep that in mind. I mean, if you don't wanna edit in something like Notepad or Notepad++, um, if you're gonna edit in Excel, which is I like to do, especially if I'm doing any search and replace operations, if you have thousands and thousands of tags, you need to change maybe the shortcut name, or you need to change something about them. Um, yeah, you want to use Excel, right? But just keep in mind that you're editing a CSV file and the, everything has to be appropriate, right? You cannot like leave out values here cause it won't import back in. Okay. It will definitely give you an error. Or if you de deleted like, um, you know, some of these, uh, parts here, it would not import back in. This stuff has to be included. Okay. So in any case, I think the easiest way to do this to make sure you don't make any mistakes is to actually add, you know, if you're gonna be adding new tags and new folders, add some dummy ones here first and then use those and copy and paste those in Excel so you know the format is correct. 
But that's our tech tip for today. It's actually pretty easy to go through the utility here and export the tags, edit them either in Notepad, Notepad++, or Excel, and then come back in here and import them. And you won't get any errors uh, if you keep the format correct. And with that, we come to our community corner and I'll start with birthdays, wishing each and every one of you who have a birthday today a very happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. Hope you get to spend some time with family, friends, and loved ones, and uh, that your day is pretty awesome today on your birthday. Now, with that said, if you are connected with me, and I connect with anybody in industrial automation, and I don't connect with anybody outside of industrial automation, but um, in any case, if you want to connect with me, or if you are connected with me, and you have your birthday in your profile, then you will show up on my birthday celebration list. And I want to wish all my connections who have a birthday today a very happy birthday, including Sir Rob, Om, Job, Mo Rob, Inigo, Mohit, and that's it. So I apologize if I mispronounce your names, but I really want to wish you a happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. And from there, I'd like to go over to our community, automation.locals.com. This is where you can follow everything I do for free. And if you want to ask questions, post the answers, or contact me using this link here, you can do so starting at the price of one cup of coffee a month. So that is automation.locals.com. And from there, I just want to send a reminder out that if you've seen some news in industrial automation that I missed, please feel free to use this form to send us in that tip. And if you're a vendor or if you're talking to your vendor, please ask them to consider sponsoring our show so we can bring you more news and more how-tos. And with that, I also like to remind you that you'll find every single thing we talk about today over here at automate.news. That's the Automation Blogs Industrial Automation News Aggregate website. Say that three times fast. Um, so you'll find all the links here to everything we talked about. And now I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with me talking about what's new in industrial automation. And I want to wish you a very happy, safe, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.